the best outcome of this sabbatical was reframing how I look at my future. With what I went through last year, it opened my eyes, my heart to what is possible. And uh, it's what's helped me start to think about this next era as a reawakening. I think that there is, there is definite power in taking a time out and being still and just seeing what comes your way. Welcome to the Blueprint Breakers podcast. What is a Blueprint Breaker? If you live your life outside the typical traditional lifestyle blueprint, you are a Blueprint Breaker. We are here to start a conversation, to assemble resources, and to build a community. This podcast is for empowered women in midlife and beyond who are preparing for a powerful next era of life. My name is Amy A. Palmer. I am your host and facilitator for our conversations. Sit back, relax, enjoy the show. To stay connected, up to date, and to receive all of our free resources and gifts along the way, join us at community.blueprintbreakers.com. Welcome to today's episode, my sabbatical story. First, let me get in a little bit into the history. I had been starting to think about taking a sabbatical probably back in 2019. I was feeling very tired. I was up and down and in and out of depression for a lot of different reasons, circumstances in my life, my health, menopause and midlife was was really hitting me and I was having challenges at my job and I was just feeling very exhausted. I wasn't, you know, deep in depression at the time that I decided. I was more very complacent, very blah. Like I didn't care. I didn't care one way or the other what happened or didn't happen in my life. I lost my joy. I was going through the motions of life, just sort of trudging along, doing my thing from the outside, probably wouldn't be able to tell. I had to exert a lot of energy at my job, leading other people and and inspiring other people. So I would use up every ounce of what I had for that, but I was beyond exhausted. And I started to fantasize about the idea of just taking a break, just packing it all in and not having to be the responsible one for a while to be able to lean on other people. And I had contemplated talking to my family about it late 2019, early 2020, right? And then pandemic hit. So those thoughts came to a screeching halt. Things changed. I was forced into isolation. You know, I live alone. I live far away from my family, lived far away from my family. And pandemic really shook things up. It made things better for me for a while, but it was really like hitting the pause button. I could just sort of focus on each day and focus on getting through that day. Plus I was in a leadership position trying to lead a network of schools. So I was in the education system during COVID, which required, I had, I had to dig down deep and find something because we were trying to all get through it together. But then after the complete lockdown stopped, so probably sometime in early 2021, when things started to sort of open back up again, 
the wave hit me. I was, I just knew I needed to do something different in my life and had no idea where to begin. My work and my job were taking up everything and I had nothing outside of that. So it was, and it was affecting all areas of my life, my health. I started gaining weight. I started resisting social connections, just withdrawing in inward. And so I just started to think about, okay, what about that sabbatical idea? Maybe I could do that. But I just sort of played with it. I didn't really act on it until late 2021. I made the decision. This is what I'm going to do somewhere around the holidays. I made my decision and it took me about six months to completely plan it out. I'm currently writing a guide, an ultimate sabbatical guidebook on exactly how I did it, how I approached it, how I designed it. I'm really putting together this guide as like a how-to guide because I would love to be your guide, your facilitator do, you know, for your own sabbatical journey. Which leads me to answer the question, why am I sharing this journey with you? Like, why, why do you care about this? And at first I didn't, you know, I, I didn't think anyone would, but I'll share with you a little bit about what happened as I started to share my journey. But I also, I talk to people on a regular basis who are either extremely unhappy in their current situation, or they just feel bored and just dull and like they've lost their joy. They're a lot of people going through the motions. And it seems that when we hit a certain age, we go on autopilot, especially if we have obligations and responsibilities. And we start to have like second, we second guess ourselves. It's too late for us. There's nothing different that this is my this is my destiny. This is, this is my life. I built it this way. It's too late to do anything about it. And we have a lot of that programming going on, or it just seems too big, too massive to do anything about it or to address it. So we tend to just proceed with our life as it is, even though it might feel empty, even though we are not getting any joy from it the responsibilities, the obligations that we might have, especially if we have a family that's relying on us or things of that nature, like financially. But it all comes down to that's the stories that we tell ourselves about what's possible and what's not possible. So that is why I'm sharing this journey with you today. And some of the things that I'll be covering in the guidebook, I, basically I've put together like a step-by-step approach of how I did it. Now, my thoughts are, you don't have to take a full-fledged sabbatical. Like I left my job completely. You don't have to leave your job. I think there's a lot of jobs, including the one that I had, where I might've been able to have a leave of absence. They might've been up for that. So you could either do a leave of absence. It could be sort of an extended PTO, extended break. And then for those of you that just have so much on your plate and so many other responsibilities, even a day, even a weekend, something, some space to clear, clear the room for just you and just to, to focus on you. I'm going to share some of the important aspects of my sabbatical as I went through it. 
like I, I packed up all my stuff and downsized my life. I left California and moved to the East Coast to live a nomadic lifestyle. This was necessary. It was necessary primarily from a financial standpoint, because one of the things I needed to do was bring my expenses down to the bare, 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 minimal that I possibly could so that I wouldn't have the external pressure of having to generate a large income quickly. Um, and I wasn't going to be able to do that in California. Just, just wasn't. If it wasn't for the financial piece, I wouldn't have minded staying in California. I love, I love where, where I was. And so there was a lot that I had to go through there, but I did, I released a lot of my personal belongings. I either sold them or gave them away, donated them, gave them to friends, et cetera. And I got to say that felt really good. My belongings are all now in a very small storage unit currently, and there's a sense of freedom about that, but that that's not the kind of sabbatical that would necessarily work for everyone. You don't necessarily have to blow up your whole life. This was necessary for me in my situation. I gave myself three months for the sabbatical. It was June, July, August of 2022 with no pressure of having to generate not $1 of income. I knew after that 90 days, I was going to have to start thinking about it, especially if I didn't want to tap into my savings. So I had, I had money put aside to support myself during the sabbatical in addition to my savings. So I gave myself those 90 days and no pressure to do anything in particular. Now, my primary goal for the sabbatical, and like many of you, I'm a action-oriented, go, go, go kind of person. You know, create your goals, stretch, create an action plan, figure out how to get there. And I was trying to unravel that way of being. I was trying to get out of that hustle, hustle, hustle mindset. And so I didn't want to put too many, like I didn't want to create an agenda. I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to create a strong itinerary, but I had a primary goal. And my goal was to heal mind, body, and soul. I wanted to slow down my mind. I wanted to learn to just be and not do. And like I said, just unraveling that hustle and mentality. So those were important aspects. I wanted to release expectations of what this time would bring me and what I was expecting. And I wanted to just be open to what came just open to whatever came my way in whatever way that happened. So I did, I did that. I worked at, well, I didn't work at, there I go. I was open to rediscovering things that once brought me joy. And I found that they did again. I really got into nature. I explored nature, every single location that I visited through my sabbatical. And I loved exploring local spots and local gardens. I started to enjoy movement again through swimming and kayaking and walking. I enjoyed the arts, lots of music. I soaked up as many music opportunities as I could and performing arts opportunities that I could. I explored small towns. I reconnected with my families and my close friends, reacquainting with getting to know them on the day-to-day -day life sort of level. So all of that brought me great joy throughout the three-month sabbatical. 
And I slowly felt myself healing in the different areas. I also documented my journey. As I mentioned, I made a vlog, a video blog, and I shared it online, partly for myself and to share with others. And the reason I wanted to share with others is I was trying to open myself up. I was trying to be more vulnerable. I was trying to get used to sharing the less pleasant sides of myself. I was trying to get used to sharing failures, weaknesses, all of that, because many, many years of corporate life and being a corporate executive and having to wear that mask and have that certain role, I was trying to undo that. So I shared it all online. It was very, very therapeutic. I received a lot of support, a lot of encouragement from people around me and people that I hadn't heard from in a long time who reached out and people who shared that it was inspiring to them. So that was awesome. And recently on the one year anniversary of launching that video documentary of my sabbatical, I did a reaction video of me watching that first entry. You can find it on my Instagram. I'm going to, I'm going to pin, pin that post in my feed, but it was it was very eye-opening and very emotional to watch me launch my sabbatical and what I was thinking about it, what I was thinking, feeling about it, how I was feeling, even how I, how I looked and how I sounded. It was a really profound experience to watch that back one year later. Some of the other things that I did during my sabbatical was I journaled a lot wherever and however I could. I meditated because I was, again, I was trying to be open. I was trying to receive what's going to come to me in order to figure out what I wanted to do next in my life. I was, I kept myself open to new spiritual experiences. I experienced Reiki for the first time. I went to sound bath. I went to a forest bathing session. I explored crystals, a lot of woo-woo stuff, which is against my nature because I'm very much in my head. I'm very much an analytical person, but exploring these things that were a little foreign to me forced me to just open my heart and open my mind and just be still. And that's what I needed. And that's what it gave me. I also incorporated a lot of ritual into my sabbatical. I got a tattoo. <laughs> I got a tattoo here. I, I think I've shown this to you guys a few times to sort of honor that, that this time in my life. And at the end of my sabbatical, I did a closing ceremony that it was, it was to express gratitude and to name my intentions as I embarked on this next season. And I just, I felt that it, it felt good to do that. So that's some of the structure to my sabbatical. There's a lot of logistics behind it. And I'll share that in the guidebook and planning and, and how I did it. For me, I wanted to keep moving. I wanted to spend time in different places and I wanted to connect with people with, in, with quality time because I had spent the last few years with too much alone time. I really, I was hungry, starving for that true deep 
connection. And that I found that extremely nourishing as well. What was the outcome? How did this sabbatical play out? What kind of an effect did it have on my life? Uh, well, physically, I got a lot healthier. I released a lot of weight, physical weight. I made great progress on my goal to have a healthier relationship with my body and with food. So that was a huge win for me. And that has continued into now, a year later. I completely reframed how I looked at my future. So that is probably one of the biggest accomplishments, accomplishments, biggest outcomes, the best outcome of this sabbatical was reframing how I look at my future. I realize, and I realize this more lately that in the years leading up to my sabbatical, before, even before 2020, sort of as I was going through perimenopause and menopause and was dealing with aging and everything that comes with that, I was feeling very bleak. Aging did not seem appealing. There was nothing about this next phase of life that seemed appealing to me. My peers who were my age, but on a different lifestyle track, they had their own set of challenges, but a lot of them were kind of looking forward to this next, you know, the whole empty nest thing that comes with some sadness, but comes with some excitement. I was thinking, I can't do more of the same. Like there's nothing, nothing sort of marking an end of a life era and the beginning of a next, you know, other than menopause, there was nothing that was marking that off in my lifestyle. And I could not foresee something new and interesting and fulfilling ahead. And I, with what I went through last year, it opened my eyes, my heart to what is possible. And uh, it's what's helped me start to think about this next era as a reawakening. And a lot of that came from women that I met through this process, women that I've met since the sabbatical, things that I've read, just the communities that I've found, but it all was jump-started from taking that quiet time. I, I also found clarity around what I didn't want in this next phase of life. And because, for example, I had job opportunities and job offers come my way and I was like declining them and it was becoming clear why I was declining them. What was it about that, about that offer, about that life that I didn't want? And by deciding what I didn't want, I was able to start thinking about what I did want and the life that I wanted to build with freedom, with connection, with impact, with fulfillment, and yet still with, with security and with building a good future. So it was all really coming together. It validated my desire to start a podcast. I had been toying with the idea prior to my sabbatical. Wasn't sure what it was going to be about. Wasn't sure who I wanted to serve. Through the course of the sabbatical is when I started to think about the modern elder woman and how I wanted to serve her and what I wanted to do. And that's when the plan to start a podcast after the sabbatical, that's where that was 
born and now it's in the new era with the blueprint breakers. So it became crystal clear that I really wanted and desired to help other, other women like me or similar to me and women not like me, but I just wanted to help anyone who was suffering or struggling in the way that I had been is what it comes down to. The sabbatical lightened my spirit and lightened my aura. It changed me. I never used to be someone that people like that strangers or new acquaintances would refer to as light and bright or a positive energy. If anything, I was one of the women that people would say, oh, smile, you know, all those un unwelcome directions to smile. I used to get a lot of that. And it's now it's not uncommon for people to comment on it. I've had more than one new acquaintance or someone that I've just met mention how open I am and how light the, the light that I give off, which is surprising when it happens, but feels good at the same time. Nothing's perfect. I'm still learning. I'm still growing, still evolving. I definitely still have rough spots, definitely still have rough days, but overall it was a huge leap forward for me to shake things up and to reinvent my life in order to fully embrace this next era. I've come a long way regarding my ability to savor each moment and to live in the moment, to let go of ego and to be in flow in my life. And since my sabbatical has been over, I've also come across other women as I, that I've been meeting with or that I've been interviewing for the podcast who have taken a sabbatical in recent years. And so this is not a theme or an idea exclusive to me in any way, shape, or form. And so I think, I think we're onto something. I think that there is, there is definite power in taking a time out and being still and just seeing what comes your way. So I ask you, keep an eye out in the coming weeks as I complete the ultimate sabbatical guide. I would love to help guide you and facilitate your sabbatical journey. In the meantime, send me a message. I would love, if you're thinking about taking a sabbatical or you have, or any thoughts, ideas, questions you have on this topic, please send them to me, share them with me. You can reach me at amy at amyapalmer.com. I'd love to hear your insights. So I look forward to hearing from you. It's time for our recurring segment, ebbs and flows. What's ebbing and flowing in your life? I'll share mine as a reminder I've created my own personal customized lifestyle blueprint. I'm not going to tell you this has to be your blueprint. This is my blueprint for the categories of life that are important and priorities for me. And I invite you to do the same. Create your blueprint. What are the categories and priorities that are important to you right now? So for me, it's fun, 
family, fulfillment, fitness, faith, and future. What's flowing? What's flowing right now is family fun and fulfillment. I've had, I had a great week since last week. I went kayaking, I went swimming, I enjoyed quality time with good friends, had some really amazing podcast interviews with some kick-ass women who I can't wait for you to meet. Those episodes are going to be released throughout the month. Uh, I made great progress in teaching myself more and more about video editing, captioning, using different platforms. I'm really excited and proud about what I'm doing for this podcast and how I'm building a community through that. So family fun and fulfillment is flowing really well. What's ebbing is fitness and future. Fitness and future is ebbing. Faith is neutral, I would say. It's not ebbing or it's not flowing. It's neutral. Fitness and future is ebbing because I have some doctor's appointments that I just need to make and I keep putting it off. I'm, I don't know why it's just, it keeps, it's, it's on my to-do list and then just keeps bouncing over to the next, to the next day, to the next week. I've got to get those on the calendar. I'm hoping that by sharing this now, I'll have it done before next week's solo episode. In these last several months since doing the podcast, first the Modern Elder Woman and now here with Blueprint Breakers, I've learned a lot about some very important topics and very important steps to take regarding planning for the future, financially and otherwise. And I have not made a lot of progress in that area. I'm learning so much and I'm learning what needs to be done and I gotta do more of it. So that's what I'm committing to right now with my ebbs and my flows. Now it's back at you, what is flowing in your life right now? What is ebbing in your life right now? Thank you for joining me for today's episode of the Blueprint Breakers podcast, My Sabbatical Story. I would like to quickly share my disclaimer. I am not a therapist, doctor. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not a financial advisor. None of that. This podcast is for your entertainment and information only. I encourage you to take what I share here as a launching point to discover what is right for you. I do ask, keep your eyes open for the upcoming release of my ultimate sabbatical guidebook, where I document my experience, my journey, and do a little bit of how-to along the way. I'll let you know when it's ready. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Thank you for sharing it with your friends. Thank you for your five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. And one more thing, join us this Thursday, June 8th at 8 p.m. Eastern time. We're going to have our first ever live after the show virtual discussion group to sign up and to get all the details about this global launch party that we're having and all the, the, the schedule, the links, the free giveaways, please sign up at community.blueprintbreakers.com. Have a great day and keep on breaking those blueprints and writing your own blueprint too.